Welcome to episode 60 of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I'm Brian Fisher. In the previous episode, 59, our guest was Julie Noonan discussing executive coaching. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They're approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. Today's episode discusses executive and career life coaching. Our guest is Randy Roberts, president of Colin Roberts Consulting, which is based out of Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Executive and career life coach Randy Roberts is all about helping professionals become re-energized by their work and attain career fulfillment without compromising what matters most. As a coach, Randy prides herself on helping her clients unlock their highest potential and provides them with the tools to get there. She knows the importance of finding balance in her coaching, giving you a push when you need to take action and overcome obstacles, while simultaneously holding space for you when you need to pause to breathe. After spending 30 years in the corporate world, starting as a sales representative and achieving executive roles, Randy has walked the same path as her clients. She knows the pride you take in every accomplishment may be offset by questions about such things as how to best juggle competing priorities, the best way to lead and motivate your team, and maybe even whether this is really making you happy, even though it's what you always wanted. At heart, Randy's a hippie with an Ivy League education. She earned an MBA from the Wharton School of Business, a BA in Sociology from San Diego State University, and she's now an Executive and Career Life Coach, certified by the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching and accredited by the International Coach Federation. Let's welcome Randy Roberts. Randy, welcome to the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. Thanks, Brian. I'm glad to be here with you today. Glad you're with us. Randy, I'm always interested in people's stories. What's your background in becoming an executive and career life coach? The road to becoming an executive and career life coach really started with my first career, which was in the corporate world. I was in pharmaceuticals for 30 years and had a career that just, I still pinch myself how lucky I was that I just loved every bit of it. And I know, you know, I knew that one of the things that was really important to me was that my work had meaning, that that what we did made a difference. And I really tapped into the healthcare aspects of it. And really the value that we brought to patients was so motivating to me. And then as it happens, the higher up I went in a big, complex organization, the more internally focused you can get. And the farther away I felt from that good that we did for the patient. And I just really felt like it was time for me to do something, something more something different. And then doing some soul searching and realizing what were the things that I loved and what were the the areas where I still felt like I had a lot of value to add. I really wanted to pursue running my own coaching business and using everything that I'd learned from leadership and business and all my experience to help other people achieve their goals. And really my work having meaning in that way. So I've been doing this about five years now. I went and got certified and did all the things. Um, I have been running my own business for five years now. 
And, and again, I find myself pinching myself. I love my clients. I love the work that I do. Seeing them go through the transformations that they do and achieve the goals the way they do is, I just, I feel so fortunate. Again, this is the work that I am meant to be doing. Well, building on that answer, what do you think people miss when they're making career decisions? I think a lot of times what we miss is stopping and thinking about what fits for who you are today. So for example, there, you know, some career goals are really long-term. There may be things we work towards for 10 years or even longer, and they're stepping stones and you have to take steps along the way to get there. And sometimes we have our head down and we're working so hard to get to that goal that we don't always stop and think, how have we changed? How has the world changed? Is the goal still the right goal? And are we still working towards the thing that will be most fulfilling to us? And taking that pause and doing that reflection and thinking about it is always a good investment of time. Because if what you end up with is, yeah, I'm still working towards the right thing, you're even more enthusiastic about it. You're even more fired up to to make it happen and get there. And if what you find is, wait a minute, I think a little bit of a detour here is the right thing for me then the payoff of that is endless because even if you achieved the big goal, it might not make you happy. So I think that's my answer today. Well, what one thing could make the biggest difference in people being more fulfilled in their work and their career? I think a thing that can make a huge difference is if people gave themselves permission to like to stop and think and maybe even to be willing to say no to something that doesn't feel right or like other people, my own experience and what I see in a lot of clients, if you're working in a big corporation, there's a pretty well-defined career track or career development program and lots of resources put behind you defining what it is you want to do and helping you to get there. But sometimes there's a lot of other people invested in you achieving a certain thing or taking a certain next step. And so I think something that could make a big difference in people being really fulfilled is if they trusted their own instincts and they were willing to say no to something that other people might think is a good idea, but maybe just isn't really the right thing for them anymore. We're speaking with Randy Roberts, executive and career life coach. Randy, if you're not really energized by your work, should you change jobs? Maybe, (laughs) but that shouldn't be the first thing that you do for sure. Because I think one of the things that's really important is if you're not energized by your work, especially if you used to be, like we all have that feeling of being on fire. And the way I put it, Brian, is jumping out of bed before the alarm goes off every morning. Like if you have that enthusiastic feeling about your work, And then all of a sudden you find yourself hitting the snooze button and you're not wanting to get up and jump out of bed anymore. You have to figure out what's missing before you make the next move. Because if you change jobs, you're, you know, you may be taking the problem with you. So you have to figure out what's the right thing to solve for before you go ahead and find the solution. And so I think it's really worth digging a little digging in a little bit and figuring out what's changed or what's missing so that you know either you might be able to fix it right where you are 
And that's, I mean, that's amazing. That's the quickest way to the solution. And that's really efficient all the way around. But if you can't, if you figure out what the issue is and you can't fix it where you are, at least then you know you're looking for something that will actually solve the problem that you're looking to solve. Does that make sense? It does. But if someone's feeling unmotivated, how do they figure out what what that problem is? Man, that's a great question. And I actually have spent a lot of time working on just that thing with some of my clients. And really what I have found, and I've developed a tool that's available. I can make it available to your listeners. It's called a career satisfaction assessment. And it's based on eight different pillars of what makes someone feel satisfied in their career. And by digging in a little bit to sort of where you score on those individual things, you may be able to figure out pretty easily what's missing. Now, sometimes solving the problem isn't as easy, but at least once you figure out what it is that may be missing, you know how to head in in the right direction. And so some of those pillars include one that I mentioned before, making a difference, knowing that your work and your efforts make a difference. For some people, it's growth or it's challenge. Like There are eight themes that I've identified based on things that I've read and the things that I've seen in my clients. And for the individual to be able to look into that and know what it is for them is a great place to start. Well, how does somebody figure out what they want to do long-term? I think where it starts sometimes is to take a pause and almost like change the subject for yourself. And what I mean by that is for so many years, most of us, like you put our heads down and we just work really hard and think that our work's going to speak for itself and we're going to get where we want to go. And it's again, taking that pause and thinking about what would really make us happy. And to some extent, it's letting yourself dream. Some of the work that I'll do with clients at times is about imagining what would be the ideal scenario 12 months from now or 24 months from now, whatever the time frame is, letting yourself dream about what an ideal situation would really be for you on a lot of different dimensions on a, what's the nature of the work? What kind of hours are you working? Where are you working? What's your boss like? Are you leading a team? What does that look like? How big is the company? Like, all different dimensions of what that might be. And just letting yourself dream about what would your ideal be. And then you'd be surprised how you can sometimes make it happen. You can't always, I mean, I've not yet seen a situation where everybody gets a hundred percent of it. It's kind of not real life, but by understanding what that dream is and picking the things that are most important, just prioritizing them, you'd be surprised how often you can get pretty darn close. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you actually set some goals and objectives. Yep, absolutely. If you know where you're going, you'll know when you're there. Yep. We're speaking with Randy Roberts, executive and career life coach. Randy, is there anything I've not asked that you'd like to add? I think one thing that sometimes is helpful for people to know is that if they're not feeling as fulfilled with their work anymore or they're not they're not sure what their next step is and not quite sure how to figure it out. The thing I would like people to know is you are so not alone in this because more people feel that way at some point in their career than they recognize. And it's very, very common that people will come to me and as we're having discussion and I may share things that I hear from other clients or or at conferences or things like that, 
they think that they were the only one that ever felt that way because they never talked to anybody about it. So that's what I would want people to know is you are not alone in this and talking to someone helps tremendously, whether it's a friend, whether it's a colleague, whether it's a spouse, whoever that person is for you. I have a bias towards coaching and it's not because I am a coach. The reason I am a coach is because I know how much coaching can help. I just say, if you are feeling unsure about what the next step is, unsure about how to get there, talk it through with somebody because that's always a good thing. Randy, how can people get in contact with you? Oh, thanks for asking, Brian. The easiest way to get in contact is through my website, which is Randy Roberts, R-A-N-D-I-R-O-B-E-R-T-S.com. I have my own podcast, Fulfilling Career Happy Life. I also have a YouTube channel by the same name, but you can find all of those things and reach me directly through my website. Thank you for joining us today on the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much. My sincere thanks to Randy Roberts for being our guest. Managing the performance of your company is one of the most important things you do as a leader. This podcast is on over 20 directories. Subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast. In search, type BCF ORG. Be sure to leave a space between BCF and ORG. Feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you'd like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest like Randy, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red contact us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol's on the upper right. Click on that if you'd like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In the next episode, 61, our guest will be Sean Dotson discussing complacency. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks. Thanks.